When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser Classic, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Race, Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? I'm Willem. Hi. Hi. Wow, this is a very special episode. It's uh, the end of my time on RuPaul's Drag Race. We are trying. Well, Before I became a RuPaul's alert. Drag <laughs> U professor. <laughs> <laughs> Drag you, are you ready for me? It's a miracle that they invited me. (laughs) It's a miracle. I remember on Drag You that you did uh, uh, one of those mini makeup tutorials. And it was like, how to make your eyes look wider. And you did like white liner in the inner corner, like in in this way that you would never do do your makeup or have done since. Yeah. But it was like, teach us how to make our eyes look wider. It was so dumb. (laughs) And you did it. Dumb and bad. And they made me film it in the basement over there too. That wasn't done on set like later. I was like, this isn't what I, okay. It's a miracle. (laughs) It was. Drag you. (laughs) The Queens last week (laughs) made their best attempt to fight with production at every turn. (laughs) How do, how do you conquer the publishing world with a bad graphic designer? You don't. Aww. You don't. Uh, so we did our, our Dragazine challenge, designing the cover, creating the article, the content, walking the runway for our launch party. Unfortunately, Willem's Sugar Walls magazine and Jiggly's Battle of the Bulge were not up to snuff, and we had to lip sync for our lives. Mm-hmm. Destiny indeed turned on a dime, <laughs> and Jiggly was sent to the house. I was really proud of that. That, that is was good. Really nice. Sharon, that was whenever really nice. when, whenever I say something cruel or mean, or she doesn't have a comeback, she'll start <laughs> doing Destiny turns on a dime at me, and then I have to rip her wig off. <laughs> ah, ah. Uh, uh, God li- bless the, Jiggly. Yes, the, and the lipstick message from Jiggly reads: "To my bitches, love y'all to death. See you at sign de reunion. <laughs> Keep it real." I can get tits now. <laughs> tits is blurred out. Yeah. Love the dusty RPDR4 girls, Jiggly Kelly. She said I can get, get tits, tits now. Because, like, the whole time that she was there, like, once we kind of, like, you know, got the tea about this girl that we were, like, staying with, we knew. Oh, my God. And she was There's, like. Wow. Yeah. 
That's like such a uh, you knew that telling. You, you couldn't get your tits till you were on the show, or you wouldn't be on the show. That was the T. And anyone who says otherwise is lying because we know the casting and what they looked for. Um, but anyway, top six. Wow. We all walked in doing Jesus is a biscuit. They requested that Latrice do it and lead us and take us to church. Jesus is a biscuit. Quick. Let him stop you. It was um. It was our like kind of our our theme song for the the year. It was great. Uh, Willem, you are almost seen cleaning mm-hmm. on the ga- on camera. Uh, that that took a minute. But you just spray the mirror. Did you and then stop let it... production to a screeching halt and say, "I'm not going to wipe the mirror off"? Well, when when you literally say, "I don't want to do that," and then they're like, "No, you have to." It's like, why? No, I don't have to. And it it doesn't look good, but you do see a shot of someone else cleaning it and me doing my hair in the background, <laughs> because oh my God. I, I, you're not gonna tell me I have to do something that I don't have to do and I don't want to do because at that point, it was getting close to the time that I was gonna leave. And every time I would break a rule, I would just say to them, "What are you gonna do? Kick me off? Kick me off? Send me home?" Mm. Because I wanted them to, and they knew it, so they were waiting. Adding to the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is why this episode was the perfect episode for me to. Fuck it up, and we'll get into more of that later. But um, wow, we we do we do talk more at this mirror, and some of the girls are really coming for me, including Sharon. She said, "Mew Mew doesn't sell talent," <laughs> because I was wearing Mew Mew shoes for the lip sync. She's like, "Mew Mew," <laughs> I was like, "Fuck you, you cat lover." Says a hoe who's mad. <laughs> Says a mad hoe. Um, Diary of a mad hoe. Yeah, and I. Uh, she was complaining this whole time about white contact. She's like, should I wear them? Should I not? And we were like, I don't give a fuck. You know how you're just more, you're like, yeah, wear whatever. She looked great. Yes. And one judge didn't like it. So she she's went into a tailspin about her drag. And then she just did what she would have done anyway. Yeah. Wear something dirty. Um, <laughs> yes. They're, they're talking about Sharon's aesthetic. And Fifi wants to know if Sharon can do just glamour without goth, no vampire. And I remember Sharon said, I think what I do is glamorous because it was, you know? Yeah, it it's, is. It's beautiful paint, well applied in glamorous fashion. It's just, you know, she somehow, on that face, it looks like a ghoul sometimes. <laughs> and you put a white eye in it and you're like, oh, okay, you're a zombie lady. Yeah. Yeah. Because For honestly, sure. yeah, I can't say that. Oh, God. I'm so glad I didn't say that. Uh, okay. Me too. Great. I'm so great. <laughs> I'm learning. In the video message, two RuPauls appear next to each other and they talk to each other. You know, there are two things I don't like about you. What? Your face. Ladies, keep your friends close and your frenemies closer. Because in this competition, even the mirror has two faces. Yeah, and one of them is cracked. Shut up. No, you shut I'm up. I'm not listening to you, la, 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 I'll la, I'll be waiting la, for you in the parking lot, bitch. And at that point, they said, okay, now react to the video. Laugh at it. Because it wasn't funny. <laughs> and they just got a shot of us going, <laughs> You yeah. know, one of those. Um, yeah, and of then, course. And then look who it is. Oh, mm. Hey, hey, mother. Mother. For the mini challenge, you were all strapped into a lie detector test. A little lady known as Polly. Polygraph. <laughs> Polly and Esther. <laughs> Rue says she's not looking for a winner. She's looking for the truth. Mm-hmm. And the truth was, uh, I don't even know if all of these were right or not. Well... 
a lot they were all yes or no questions, right? Yeah. So I I believe that it was heavily edited for comedy. Oh yeah. And who ended up winning this? Well, here's the thing. There's at one point No one. There's one point in it that they ask me and only me. They say, Have you ever lied about your age? And then they cut to Rue saying, Interesting. Like that's something in the contract, like a rule I broke or something, like foreshadowing. Oh. Like what are they really trying to get out with him? Like it was a weird story thing to pick for me. Yeah. Like my age. Have I'm, you ever lied about your age? Um, I said I did, and it came it came out as true, I think. Or it, okay. I don't remember what it did, but it was a weird story thing for me, I but thought. But in your life, have you? Um, On the apps, you probably do. That's what they do, right? No, you don't have to show your age. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I have, because I think I look great for my age. I don't know your true age, so I guess you just don't disclose. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> no, I'm the middle AAA. Okay. I'm mother. <coughs> Courtney's crone, your maiden. <laughs> maiden mother crone. Boy, wow. <laughs> um these <laughs> these questions were supposed to pair us up together with someone who was basically like our complimentary like person across from the color wheel like mm -hmm. um do you like my line of iron fish shoes? Are you the future of drag? Right. Do you think Willem is annoying? <laughs> Would you sleep with Latrice? I said yes. And mm -hmm. it was true. Mm -hmm. um, and I think everybody said yes. Yeah, well, that's how it was edited. <laughs> to that one. <laughs> um, they paired us up with basically Chad and Dita, me and Latrice. And when they paired us up, Latrice literally laughed and said, "Ugh, evil." And I'm like, "Why? We're friends!" Like literally like that because I, you know, I thought we were. She was just playing, I guess. Fifi and Sharon. Party City and Busted Showgirl. And they say that to each other as they're muttering away. And at that point, I was like, y'all are forcing that. Well. It worked. It uh, has forged a strong, long-lasting career for both of them. Shame. So I think it was good that they uh, pushed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's really all just, it's really about the Fifi and Sharon dichotomy. And then the other groupings are sort of, because, you know, you and Latrice are, we're, we're friends, like you said. Oh, girl, this walk around was just like n Latrice and I just explaining what we were doing, and then Rue being fine with it, and then her saying, Well, do you really think that's enough? And then they cut to me saying, Let's just do what we got and do it well. Because I knew yeah. what I knew other people were going to try and trick. They gave us these songs to learn, and uh -huh. it was three You're a legendary makeup abuser. <laughs> it was three, three like chunks. If I'm the best at being, being a, a loser. loser. There were three <laughs> chunks of stuff, and they said you're allowed to modify one chunk. But other than that, it all needs to be the same. Chad, oh. Chad and Dita modified. Uh, Latrice and I were the only people to modify the, the first verse. Okay. Everybody else's first verse is the same. Everybody else's. Two, the two other teams, their first verse is the same. Mm -hmm. Ours is different in that we set up the song and what we're doing. Like, she's Latrice. She's the whole show. And I'm like, ah, uh -uh, girl, right from the second line. Exposition. It's, it's the theory that Jackie has about inverted triangle of songwriting. Start out mm -hmm. general and then get specifics. Like, say, say you don't like each other and then do the insults because, like, insulting straight from the top, you're like, there's not you're much like, room. Who are these people and why do they not like yeah, each other? Yeah, and yes. Latrice and I thought it smart to give it some exposition at the top and mm -hmm. to alter those and then just do the stupid song as it was at the end because like some of the lyrics were just dumb. But we had to do that. My balloons have attitude. See, that was what I was like, Latrice, we can't sing that. That's so dumb. <laughs> and we were right and we 
you know, I think we did well. Yeah. Um, the pairing of Chad yeah. and Dita, now that I think of it, kind of makes sense because Chad is uber polished and Dita is more off the rack and sort of like, um, like loosey-goosey. Yeah, totally. Wearable fashions. Exactly. Yeah. And... Their walkthrough was also also like, you know, that at, at that point we had heard that they were doing the tearaway too. And Latrice and I knew that we were doing a tearaway and we were like, uh, but we're like, let's just do it. You know, it's fine. That's sometimes what you have to do. You just have to be like, I know what we're going to do. Let's mm-hmm. not look side to side at what everybody else is doing. Let's just go forward. Can I tell you us. about something that they did before Rue came in for the walk around too? Yeah. They put a bunch of stuff on the table and they said, run at this. And that's where at we- full speed? however speed but we were Shoving. we were given more stuff mm-hmm. and go get it and i took most of the feather boas including the white ones i took white black and pink because we were going to use them all in our costumes chicken feathers <laughs> single ply um and i had them on the table mm-hmm. for like the whole first day most of it and then fifi asked if she could have them mm-hmm. and i was like are you going to use these latrice and She's like, no, but we, I was like, um, yeah, you can have them. Mm-hmm. You know, just, I wasn't using them. Be sisterly. Yeah. And then where she put them looked terrible <laughs> because yeah. she put them around her waist, making her waist look better. Sharon's outfit was red, just like Fifi's was white. And then she put her feathers at the bottom, yeah. making it look like trimmed. And that yeah. was a more flattering line. Yeah. Sharon's feathers around her neck, though, looked like they were literally tied to the dress. They looked terrible. They probably were. Yeah. Good good for her. Um, Pro tip, don't put a boa around your waist. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Honestly. Um, but, yeah, that was one of the other things that they didn't show. And I was like, okay. But that's where we got the parasols that Latrice right. and I had. Dun, 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 um, at that point, after the walkthrough, they went to Fifi and Chad and not Fifi, Fifi and Sharon. Uh huh. <laughs> Sorry. And I just remember cutting eyes at everybody else in the room when Fifi was singing. I wear heels that hide to the wood. Because it was like that. But then when they started singing more normally but harmonizing, then we were even more like, oh, we It's like us trying to sing Let's Get Political. I mean, it's just. <laughs> Discordant. Yeah, it's it sounds like a bag full of animals on recycling day. <laughs> We're gonna take a break. Bye. For more Willem story time. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 
Drag! This episode is brought to you by, who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable, Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if, uh, lots. Of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good, I'm gonna say it again. That's helixsleep.com slash drag and use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. I wear heels that <laughs> RuPaul speechless gooped <laughs> by this performance. Um, at this point, after the walk around, she said, "Ladies, gather around because that's when we were told um, one of us we were going to be lip syncing against our teammate for whatever team was in the bottom." Mm-hmm. And she, they told us to our faces, one of you gets to do the RuPaul part and one of you gets to do the Marsh the Wash part. Of It's Raining Man. And you guys have to decide that. And we were all like, um, we're, so one of us gets to do the bad part and one of us gets to do the fun part. <laughs> and at that point, they were like, yeah, and you guys decide it. You both can't do the same one. And I looked at Latrice and I said, well, we don't have to lip sync. We're going to be fine. And everybody was just like, because <laughs> I knew I was not losing. Plectzilla. Yeah, and Latrice and I think Latrice and I didn't have one discussion about it afterwards because we knew we weren't lip syncing. Don't learn your words because you will not be lip syncing. And we didn't. Right. Um, well, allegedly, Sharon and Fifi didn't bother to learn the separate parts because they were like, we literally can't do that. We don't, we, we, we don't. all told them. We don't have time and we're not doing that. We and to- so they did it. <laughs> they told us again the morning of like when they're miking you and all the stuff, how the day is going to go and stuff <laughs> that like, you know, and reminding uh, uh, there's two parts of the song. Just like, girl. It was a full mutiny. I think everyone just, it was just a critical mass of like, no, well, no, we're, we're not, we're not doing that. <laughs> Can you imagine? And it's really in the hands of the drag queens because if you don't do it, it's not like the lip sync for your life is something they stop and start. It mm-hmm. happens and that is that. So, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. We were, we, Latrice and I were not worried about it at all. Well, the dolls get to go on stage uh, for a rehearsal and spend some time with Lucien Pione. Mm-hmm. This was um, kind of, uh, you know, a stop and start rehearsal as they usually are. But having someone watch and give notes on your rehearsal when you're hearing it for the first time without headphones. Yeah. And you're trying to find it. And That's they're filming pressure. it, and they want you to perform it full out the first time. It's just like, no, how about we rehearse it? They're like, okay, we'll just walk through what you're going to do. We're like, no, we'd like to sing it through. Yeah. And it's just like, don't don't handicap us from the start Yeah, to make us look like idiots later. <laughs> You'll find a way without our help, I'm sure. Um, so ours was fine. It was weird hearing the music cues and like that. That end part with so much better, so much better, so much better. The double talking over each other, that timing yeah. was hard to get. Kind of, but oh, we, yeah. we did it. Um, Chad and Dita d- did what they did too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Neither of them was singers. And I love that Chad literally says it's like watching cats argue. Cats something. <laughs> she said it's like watching cats die. Cats, I think. the movie. She said they sound like dying cats. Dying cats, that's <laughs> it. I knew it was something with cats. Cats, cats, cats. Yeah. Say something, cats. Angelical cats, angelical cats, cats, angelical cats. <laughs> uh, Can you see in the dark? Is that cat? <laughs> I've never seen seen it or heard the soundtrack. I just know memories. Uh, Sharon and Fifi seem to be prepared, but Lucian is not feeling Fifi's operatic Disney princess voice. Mm-mm. Um, Lucian is telling she doesn't need to sing so much. And just watching Fifi and Sharon go back and forth during this, like Sharon saying, well, maybe you can don't Christina it, just sing it. Yeah. She, Sharon giving Fifi I a note. So much better. And then Fifi's like, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> just Agliera. like she wanted to Agliera <laughs> the was, house. It was a lot. Mm. Um, and Fifi is saying that Sharon doesn't have any rhythm, but it's actually Fifi who is kind of throwing off the the song. Wasn't there? Can't say. But um, it, <laughs> it, it they, was, they definitely edited it that way. There was a lot that wasn't there. Yeah, it was uh, the the Couldn't angel say. was not resting on their shoulders in this challenge. No, no, no. That angel was away. The devil. That was an away angel. The demon was in the building. Uh, The demon diva. (laughs) I'm the demon diva! (laughs) Get help with your demon diva at betterhelp.com. Uh, so the next day, we we walked into the workroom, and I walk in with a wig and a it's on a it's on a uh, clamp, the thing you use for styling. Yeah. We weren't supposed to take stuff home, but we I was all like, did. we all did, and we all were, yeah, constantly taking stuff. Yeah, and then I also had my sunglasses on because I refused to take them off. Wow, just at that point because that was the morning that I walked in and I was like, hey guys, um. There's been some stuff stolen from me at the hotel. Uh, did the hotel call you yet? And Chris, the showrunner, was like, no. And I was like, okay, well, you'll be getting a call about some stolen property. So um, he's like, Shame. he's like, okay, what what's going on? And I was like, I had some stuff stolen at the hotel. And I told the front desk. Oh and they said that God. they were going to contact you guys. And just let me know if you hear about it. And then 
that I kind of knew at that point if I told them that and told all the girls while we were getting mic'd before I told him that, like about like, oh shit, mm. you know, I got robbed, X, Y, Z. There were people here dropping shit off for me, all this stuff. That was when Fifi started screaming about it being unfair, breaking rules that are um, could get everyone in trouble. And I was like, honey, don't be coming for me because you got your phone. We're all smoking weed. We're all being cool. How about I air your dirty laundry and all that? And if she you're was coming like, no. for me, you need nerves of steel. I take corners on two <laughs> wheels. Um, <laughs> on a bird scooter. Yeah. So that was that was what all that morning was about. So it was a wow. tense morning. And oh my god. We walked in and Latrice and I just got to it. And she's she says to me at one point, she's like, Are you okay? And I was like, baby, I'm fine. As soon as that red light goes on, I'll be good. Yeah. And I smile and you see me like go from like not into it to instant Willem. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Honestly, but Wait, I wanted to clarify. Yeah. This the robbery stolen things was you scheming. Yes. So you didn't have anything stolen. The test <laughs> determined that was a lie. lie. <laughs> um I don't I don't You were produced. <laughs> the produced became the producer. Yes, that's an incredible producing moment. It uh I'm not an evil genius. I'm a lucky moron. Okay. Yeah. But you were in this, uh, it, it sort of it reminds me of when I was, um, when I became possessed by a demon on. The PayPal uh, demon. No, no, when I became possessed by a demon on Scared Famous. Oh, your later work. I sort of took production into your my later own demon hands. Work. Yeah. Uh, because you know the flow of the show and you know the best time to like reveal parts of things if you're going to make something happen in your storyline. Yeah. And so it sounds like you were like laying the framework so that this was like I'm going to be really low energy at the beginning of the day. So it looks as though something is off. Something's going and then on. Then I throw up later. Right. So you were producing. Can I tell you why I chose this day though to do it? Because I knew. Because you had a flight booked. Well, I had a flight booked for three days later. Okay. So I could have stayed for one more episode because each episode is two days. It, was, it could have right. been fine. It was a 10 p.m. flight that third day. So I would have been fine. Here's the thing. I knew after that first day that it was a duet challenge. And they couldn't mm -hmm. kick me off without performing unless they wanted to handicap the whole episode and not have Latrice have a partner. So I knew I had to force their hand, they would let me perform, and then I would probably go home after that. I, I was like, that's what I would do. So I basically, you know, I thought I, I came in at the perfect time with this, mm -hmm. and I did. Because my only other way out yeah. was hitting Fifi, and I'm glad I didn't have to come to that. Oh my God. Because she would have been scrappy. I think I could have taken her, but there's a lot yeah. of energy and fire in her that I would have at least gotten scratched a couple times. That and not my face. Not what we came here to do. Not I'm at all. I'm glad you didn't take it to Me the physical too. realm. I'm glad I just I'm glad I just proked and prodded her until she yelled enough and I got what I wanted. Exactly. But that's my basic story. I'm not like some like mastermind or anything. It was just like a couple of key things because I was like, all right, well, they're not gonna not let Latrice perform. So yeah. I knew they'd let me stay. And that point, Chris McKim's face, he was so over me when I was like, send me home. He was just like over it. Like I was a problem that they shouldn't have had to deal with. I should have yes. just, he was used to people just shutting up and doing what they were told, complaining about the food a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I just would not. Yeah. And um, I don't advocate that, but if someone's treating you like shit, always speak up. Yeah. 
But we're doing our little speak around at the mirrors, and this is when we were talking speak about speak about speak abouts when you know a speak about number. Sharon was talking about the House of Haunt and you oh, and yeah. Pittsburgh, and everybody got to talk about their drag families, except me. Who is slamming the counter while I'm doing liquid? Uh, Someone just slammed something twice. They Let's won. all tiptoe around William Willem's liquid. I told her to shut the fuck up because I was annoyed at her. Because I don't know who th- she thought she was talking to me like that. <laughs> Sometimes Sharon gets annoying. Really? Well, honestly, that... Wait. Do- Intel. <laughs> Sometimes Sharon gets annoying. I was just at Runyon like three You heard it here first. That, that makeup mirror... Is doing your makeup in that makeup mirror sucks because it's a two way mirror and it doesn't lighting's reflect not right. Great. The lighting's not yeah. good, so like I was annoyed anyway. <sighs> but yeah, it was um it was one of those things where we're just talking about our families and Latrice's potluck dinners, and like mm. just drag. Yeah, and um and you say you uh oh I always you, thought that I was so interesting before I came to Drag Race I'm a little weak in the friend department because I didn't come up clubs which at that yeah. point was a lie I was just saying it like I had Dee and Vicky then and those girls but like yeah. they were my family but like I didn't have much like there, mm-hmm. I didn't have a whole dream girls cast or anything right but uh, that I at that point I remember I went over to Latrice and I showed her my face and she's like what I was like and I just did the thing where you like point around your face and I'll be like tell me what to do and she said more pink and then I put on I put on pink eyeshadow so we could match more uh-huh. and um, she was just so nice and so supportive because she knew that I was like having a bad day and she just left me alone like we did our thing and we were fine mm-hmm. and I told her I was like you're gonna win don't worry and she's like she she trusted me and we did great yeah, as you you'll did. see on the main stage bring it to the runway 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 a runway. RuPaul on the runway is oh, in a green kimono dress. Emerald green with frog closure corset and a kimono sleeve and a purple tight. She looked good. And I think a green eye, too. There was some eye, serious eyeshadow action. A look that we will always remember because uh, this is the one where she says, You have broken the rules. Oh, so good. Beautiful. Very lovely. Iconic. The hair. uh, The body. The face. I feel like this um, look is way ahead of its time because this sort of Joan Crawford sleeve is something that's kind of trending like in the last couple of years. Very much right now it's back. And she is rocking it ferociously and looks great. Lucian Pione's hair is very dark. Very dark. (laughs) Jennifer Mann. Jennifer Tilly is lovely. So uh, adorable. Demanded, uh, out, just glitzy. And Pamela was there finally. Pam Anderson. Jesus, fuck. This is star stacked, We divas. had a good episode. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Really amazing. We're going to take a runway break. Okay. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Hot Chats? Hot Chats. Hot Chats. Please welcome back to our third podcast, which is called Hot, Hot Chats. Chats. <laughs> Just kidding. Maybe next year. Um, Hotchat.net. Now, I want to, can we watch these performances just for fun? Yeah. Latrice and Willem come up first. Latrice already sweating (laughs) before the first chorus. I like these looks. Thanks. Sort of uh, this baby pink mini dresses. Parasols. The only pattern I know how to make a halter dress. Right. With a mini attached mini skirt, the acting is really great, and I think is what sets you both apart. Plus, you added a bunch of doodly doos and pratfalls. Yeah, we the gave- throwing of the scarf, and then you trip over the scarf and you fall on the ground, uh, and then the hoes take off their clothes, Ho- which is always a way to get the audience to get hose going. be to clothing. <laughs> what Latrice and I did was we made it work with like lots of movement mm-hmm. and we weren't in the same spot for a long time ever yeah a lot chad and dita did most of their thing upstage and then they ran down to the end for the very end reveal fifi and sharon just ran directly out to the end so they were stuck on an island we actually gave ourselves time to flow and introduce ourselves yes and i think we our our um our our skill was listening to each other because Latrice literally said, oh, we'll just do the first part up here. And then in the rehearsal, it shows me suggesting I thought we could move on the lines a little bit. Like, And she just says, oh, okay, cool. When she could have been like, no, because she was just open to it. And she was the best partner ever. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm so lucky to have had her. Have had her. Um, was this song in a weird key? Was it challenge? Like, I do it so much better. I do it so much better. It wasn't in. I do it so much better than you. The good thing about Latrice and I is both of our voices, mine was an octave above hers. So it worked yeah. perfectly. Everybody else didn't have that advantage. Yeah. So, But like, you're like a trained singer. And so I, I've. I felt like some of the girls, it was like awkward finding the spot. Yeah. And like an uh, an octave below is like too low. Exactly. It was that weird. I wear heels that hide in the mood. And they wouldn't change the key. Yeah. Yeah. Because we all asked. I'm a huge advocate of transposing music so that it hits in a a part of your voice that's um, audible on a microphone. True. Now, what's not audible on a microphone is Fifi and Sharon's <laughs> performance, but we will try to describe it as we watch it. Where did Latrice get that panty set? Because you were like, I'm going to oh, make her I'm a I'm going to turn her out but and make her a hole. Well, as previously stated on the Hot and Tuckahoe challenge, we were told to bring lingerie sets worthy of a runway or something. We thought it was a Victoria's Secret challenge. Mm-hmm. So that was Latrice's Victoria's Secret challenge. Mm. And she didn't have to wear it in the sitcom episode because she was a sheriff and she wasn't in the right. round table at the breakfast that oh. her team was. So that's how we had that outfit still. And then we're like, and they told us we had to make looks too. So we made those little pink dresses, which took all of maybe 10 15 minutes, minutes for yeah. me, 10 for Latrice. And that was the other thing in Untucked. Fifi was yelling that it wasn't fair that we didn't make our outfits and everything. And I was like, go tell Latrice in the next room you didn't think it was fair. I dare you. And that <laughs> was one of the other things I got. she got mad at. that I Because like a lot of Untucked, they don't show me talking because I would bring up production because it would shut Fifi down immediately yeah. because like I was saying stuff that she shouldn't have been doing too. And she would she just... She had a phone. She would just <laughs> yell. I was like, call someone, Fifi. Call them on your phone and tell them. Oh, my God. 
I was antagonistic. I wasn't a bitch. I was antagonistic and I was uh -huh. an asshole. A bitch would have been like doing it for like no reason. Just like, I hate you. You're, yeah. you're, I don't like you, Fifi. Like I wasn't a bitchy. I had reasons. Yeah. I was just more calculated, I think. And quieter. Yeah, I was shocked that Fifi and Sharon had these cheap looking uh, head pieces. Cause I was like, this is not some like, you know, little like, you know, I'm gonna be a cherub at Christmas. You're on TV and you're going out there with oh, a badly God. painted silver styrofoam halo. Like Sharon's horns are made from a pizza box. Sharon's were me. fine because they were red, but this white and silver shows everything and it looks like it's not even like spray painted well. Well, um And it wasn't pinned in well, we know that. We know that. We damn well know that. She is a stranger to the bobby pin. But Fifi's legs do look great and they both, you know. Um, I great. think they look cute. From and like the thighs down, they both look great. Their concept. Their legs are sickening. Their concept is the classic. <laughs> I mean, the classic conflict between good and evil. Can you um, press play and we can watch them? Now, Fifi wanted to do Alphabet and. That, that didn't sound that bad. Well, it, that it sounded bad enough that Jenner, they cut to Jennifer Tilly pulling her bottom lip and cringing. Tan in a can. Ooh, and the at that point, he goes off the rails. At that point, they show they cut to a two shot of two judges grimacing. <laughs> grimacing. Didn't they have to stop this and start it over? And they don't show it. Um, Sharon told me that they literally missed the, the starting cue and they had to cut it and go back and start over. Yeah, each team was given, um, I think, two chances to do it. Yeah. But one of theirs went bad enough that they, when they came back in, I was I knew that they'd be in the bottom. Banana. They here's here's the thing with that performance. It's one thing I thought Chad and Dita, and this is not an insult. Their performance was innocuous, and that just means like it didn't hurt anybody. Right. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It wasn't offensively bad. Mm -hmm. It wasn't amazing. It mm -hmm. was fine though. Serviceable. It was fine. Innocuous. Yeah. And they they're not singers. I'm not insulting them at anything they don't think that they could do. Yeah. Fifi and Sharon were not innocuous. They were bad. They were not entertaining. They were the opposite of entertaining. Yeah. Judges were cringing. <laughs> See how bad the first verse is? Like, that's yeah. why. Like, these other... When yeah. you're at the whim of writing that is not stellar, then you're yeah. sort of at a disadvantage right away. Chad and Dita look cute. They look really cute. Those bright dresses look great. Yeah. Bright colors are always a good way to go. Oh, and they have they tie in this sort of ripping stuff off of each other's sort of gag. Yeah, we were all going for the Whitney Mariah, Prince of Egypt. <laughs> Any queens we've seen. See, they just moved downstage for the last line. Yeah. And then the tearaway dress. You bitch. And this is the good part about Chad and Dita's performance. The end, you're left with a good lasting impression. There was something yeah. really funny. Yeah. And that's where they shine. The writing, 
is not is not is it's bad yeah and it was a real hindrance to all of us girls Latrice and I made it work because we changed that first verse and then the rest we just figured it out yeah establishing a song and not liking it and being into it and trying to sell it to people when you don't even like it that's hard yeah yeah Fifi and Sharon were definitely I mean I I felt like they sort of weren't working together on that stage they were both on their own island and they weren't enjoying it it didn't seem like which Mm -hmm. is you were once on that island once on this (laughs) island there's a really hot guy named Tyler in that show oh (laughs) oh wow um, I think I should note that Pamela was the best, nicest judge. Really? She, every time that someone said something bad, she literally says, when they mentioned the harmony being off about Sharon and Fifi, mm-hmm. uh, Pamela said, I loved everybody's voices, but then again, I'm tone deaf. And then they mentioned so funny. the bad dancing and it not being right. And she's like, I have no rhythm though, but I thought they were great. <laughs> <laughs> and she was just really kind and... Yeah. Uh, Keeping it positive. Like when Sharon called her out about her sex tape, we were gagged. Well, we were like, ah. <laughs> and then she kept going. She's like, or uh, something else, aquatic. And we were like, ah. <laughs> Sharon likes to, to uh, poke and prod. Did you see that? See fag, how far she can go with people. That fag called out Carly Kloss on um, Project Runway, not even for dinner with the Kushners. And Carly was like, a little. So wait, did Carly? Have dinner with the Kushner? She's married to a Kushner since 2012. But here's the thing, you know, she she go she went on uh, the the Andy show or whatever Mm -hmm. and said, you know, you don't agree with your family on politics all the time. And she voted Democrat the last time, and she'll vote Democrat this time. So she defended herself, good a. But I like that she came back at the little fag that that had the balls (laughs) to say that to her. She said. What we're not talking about is how bad that dress was, though. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't wear it to anybody's dinner. And I was like, go, Carly. Yeah. Like, because that kid, good for him. Like, trying. you know. Trying. Trying it. Tryisha Tryton the fourth. Tryisha of the week for her. We don't even Excelsior. know his name. but we, we do salute Carly. Thank you for being a Democrat. Yes. <laughs> Rock the vote. Uh, so, yeah. How did I talk about that? Oh, duh, sorry tangents the uh yeah the the, judges critiques i mean uh what did they say about mine i don't want to be boastful it's a sin pride judges love the way you look and the performance was impressive but maybe too many gimmicks oh i know the only critique i have is too many gimmicks sometimes the message of the song gets lost with all that fracas gimmick work gimmick work (laughs) like the falling on the floor like well, that, that was cool. I thought it was great. That didn't work. Gracefully done. Thank you. That didn't work once in rehearsal. And they were like, uh, I don't know, is that safe? And I'm like, you're concerned about safety now? Now, now, now morning. Um, Fifi and Sharon, they were told the harmonies were off and there wasn't enough comedy, and all the judges agreed that they were not um, enough gimmicks. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it that you want? What is it you need, Michelle? Back on the runway, Willem, you're looking a little green around the gills. Oh, I wonder what's happening. <laughs> uh, but the winners are announced, and Willem and Latrice are the big winners. Oh, how wonderful. You win a custom corset, skirt, and brassiere from VersatileCorsets.com. Vers- 
versatile. Oh. Well, if you can't spell versatile, you definitely aren't versatile. <laughs> we'll wait. You were very emotional. Emotional? Yeah. When you run, you're like crying. Oh, that was fake. Uh, so that, now it's fake. That was fake. I just, so now it's fake. I was just really happy. And I wasn't crying. They show me putting out my lip like, yeah, but it looks like I'm crying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <Aww. laughs> sure. Wait, how did I spell You're getting all the emotions out because someone, it's your last episode, possibly. Yeah. But you didn't know that this was your last episode, did you? I knew. I knew that at this point, there's no way that they were going to be able to like keep me past this because Fifi was screaming. But you, did you think you were going to win the, well, you thought you were going to win I the challenge. Win. I knew I would win. But I would think if they were going to like eliminate someone, it would be like you'd get put in the bottom. No, because I wasn't as important as Sharon and Fifi's tension. I was a B cast. Right, I was an A right, cast. Right. Yeah. They thought maybe I would have been the villain, the Fifi. Mm-hmm. But they told episode two, they specifically told the showrunner, Soften Willem's edit. He's going to be a fan favorite. Pam Post, logo. Mm-hmm. She's the head honcho girl from then. That's what she specifically said. And I know that because another guy that was fucking me was also a producer. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of those intel things where you could see in episode two where the it shifts. Kind of yeah. like I'm likable instantly. It's not just bitchy. It's funny and bitchy kind of. I don't do bitchy. I do sassy. I do sassy. <laughs> um, the sassy show. No, I knew I was going home for sure at that point because right. when when I said send me home, he's like, Chris was so over me and I felt bad. But, yeah. You know, won't won't. He won an Emmy. As the girls are uh, going about their lives, Willem, you get gut bubbles and you step to the side of the stage and throw up off the runway. With that good sound. That sound design. Uh, uh, so this is the worst throw up ever they have a gargling sound which was me gargling my mouth clean after and then spitting out in a trash can well they put it in the middle of the throw up and this also marks the first appearance of chanel Chanel perillo deep friend of the pod chanel she's popping up leggings She's you holding. You can see her just off to the left side there in a floral romper thingy, dressy thing. A legging, a boot, um, 18 fanny packs, three waters. Tending to her divas, especially the one who is throwing up off the side of the stage. She Did ha- you throw up on the floor or was it in a garbage can? I threw up on the floor and oh. then. Wait, wait, wait. I went to the trash can to rinse my mouth out and realized someone was going to have to clean that up. So I ran to the workroom because that was. The door was like 20 feet away from the curtained area mm-hmm. to the stage, to the runway. You know where that was, right? Mm-hmm. Grab paper towels, cleaned it up, put the paper towels in my umbrella, closed my umbrella Ooh, up uh, again, and then said, I'm ready. It took less than a minute of their time. I ran it. And I was like, this is my last time on TV for this show. I'm going to take as much focus as I can. And yes, I did. And you did, for when sure. was this interview? That interview. Did you do an, an that, interview that's after the after. fact? Yeah, I did interview after, but I'm not in the outfit with the check after because they got that from before. Mm. Um, right. Yeah, this was after. And then you say, "Okay, I'm ready." Paper okay. Towels. Oh yeah, God. but as I was doing it, I was like, you know, I didn't want to be that person that was like making more work for someone else. So I was like, the yes, throwing up was a good idea. It wasn't well thought out though. 
I should have right. just taken off my wig and scrubbed it with that. That would have been funny. We're going to take a break, and then we'll be back with uh, the Willem Hour. It's time for Latitudes with Latrice. Large and in charge. Chunky, yet funky. The legend and icon herself, Latrice, motherfucking Royale! Now, speaking of crackers, is Jesus a biscuit? <laughs> yes, he is. You better let him stop you up, honey. I will. Um, I use your Jesus is a biscuit tea towel cum rag oh, quite, quite often. Jesus. Wow. Mm. Yeah, and she, she is absorbent. It, don't it do it though? I got every right time. Here. Like, I have uh-huh. like a plethora. Like all right of here, them, all the way here. They're just so good for everything. Uh huh. It stops it up now. It does. Where did you first hear that? Or you invented it? We, no, me and our girlfriends, me, uh, Kennedy, my friend Tiana. Um, this is all dressing room banter. You know what I mean? And we get in there and start having church. And uh, she got the towels because I used it. to have boys' bottom towels. Yeah, Willem inspired me because she had those about Yep, exactly. We so, needed something to sop it up. Stole her idea. Sop up my bottom juices. Oh, my Jesus. See? Mm-hmm. That's it. Buddhisty sauce. Buddhisty sauce? <laughs> it's like daddy sauce. They got that in the UK. <laughs> we are back. We are back. What did you win as a prize? I I want a, a custom corset skirt and brassiere from versatilecorsets.com. And I happened to wear the little bustle that they made because I didn't want um the corset I got was the one that I borrowed from Eddie DeBar, who worked at Versatile Corsets. Eddie's an amazing costumer, drag queen, stylist. Mm-hmm. He works with Dita Von Tis a lot. Um he, the pinstripe corset that I was wearing on the episode mm-hmm. was versatile corsets. So oh, wow. I borrowed it from him before I left. And then I was nice. like, I won something from you guys. Can I get this corset? And then like this bustle that makes like it's around your waist and then it just is ruffles of fabric. So you can put it under something to give you more shape. For so sure. you don't have to hip pad. You just do that with like something loose. Yeah. So I wear it all, constantly. I love that. Yeah, so thank you for my prizes. Of course. Blessings and prizes from versatile corsets. Blessings. They're out of business now. Oh, okay. Um, They don't get a ding sound effect, then. No ding. Just a dong. Dita and Chad are deemed safe, which means the bottom two are Sharon and Fifi. This is a moment. Take off your shoes, everybody. We were devastated at this point because... I mean, you, the energy in Pittsburgh, what, we were all gathering every week at the Blue Moon to watch the show mm-hmm. and following along. And the the swelling of hometown pride was so huge. And to see her fall into the bottom was really um, suspenseful. And it wasn't really her fault. Sure, she wasn't good in the challenge, but she wasn't the bad one. Really? Yeah. She I thought great. she was serviceable. She was. She, in, she can carry a tune, in, for sure. Oh, for sure. In any other group, she would have been fine. Yeah. But when there was someone else who wasn't. Yeah, you know. for sure. Um, And the song for the lip sync is It's Raining Men. Have uh, I got news for you. Just when you thought it was safe to go outside. Bam. The sequel. <laughs> uh, the This lip sync has several cutaways to several girls, but they they uh, <laughs> cut to me multiple times, and I gave them nooch yeah. the whole time. I was like, <laughs> don't try to get me for neither of them. This episode is about me. 
I was like waiting for the other shoe to drop the whole time during that lip sync. I was I I was like, are they gonna make me do it? Right. Because I didn't really like, know how they were gonna, gonna send happen? me home. Yeah. But when they called me safe like that, I was like, okay, I'm good. So yeah. let me do this throw up thing now. Cause I didn't want to have to throw up and then lip sync. Right. So Yeah. That was my that was my my money shot. And there was no question in your mind that somehow they're gonna get you home. Oh no, I knew. But I no did they tell you? Told you? They said a couple times before you have to stop breaking rules or we're going to send you home. And then I kept breaking rules. Like they told mm-hmm. me that on episode like four or five when I stole the Iron Fist shoes. So like you have to stop. This won't be tolerated anymore. X Y Z X Y Z. I was like, okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I knew they would have sent me home eventually, but at this point, I was sure. And I was also I'm pretty sure that Fifi needed more pins in her wig. Because she only had one up there, and then she flew it off so quick, and it went so high. I had never seen a wig fly like that. This is a legendary, I mean, it's just like chickens being plucked. Can I, There's feathers flying all over from Fifi's white feather boa. Sorry, my white feather boa that I gave to her. Um, but also from behind, if Fifi had, ke- <laughs> from behind, if Fifi had kept her shoes and hair on, I thought she was winning. And then when the hair came off, I was like, oh. And at that point, Sharon, I was like, okay, she's probably performing the house down. I couldn't see her face. But Fifi was definitely dancing way better than Sharon. Yes, but at what cost? the rules <laughs> as laid out by RuPaul are that she doesn't really like the removal of the shoes and of the wigs. And it she told work. us that. Yeah. So why not put in extra pins? Yeah. Why and not? Sharon... Uh, I thought was doing a really great job of telling the story. Uh, yeah, she told the story. She had a few comedy elements, and she kept her shoes and her hair on. Yeah, at uh, the end, she still looks like a drag queen. Yeah, <laughs> yes. success. And they keep cutting to you, just flipping your slightly moving your hair out of your <laughs> moving your hair out of your face. Willem, please step forward, and this is when you knew. How yeah. much time after the lip sync to this? Did she go away? Did she get information? She, or to review the it tape. was less than a minute. And Michelle didn't know either. She told me. Wow. Yeah. Willem, please step forward. Yeah, Everyone was, has a gag. I just love how it's set up with Fifi in white and I'm in black in the middle and Sharon's in red. It's just such a good iconic shot. Like that was. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. It's poetic. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Add in Latrice there and that was like the four season. Yeah. Like, killing it. And then Ruth says, It has come to my attention that you have broken the rules. Rules that have been kept in place for the sanctity and safety of my girls. Is that the quote? Did I get that Rules that are in place to protect the fairness of this competition. Your actions have consequences, and I'm afraid you leave me no choice. Wait, wait, wait. You forgot that one part where she says, you won tonight, Willem, because you are a beautiful and talented queen. Cut to me nodding. <laughs> yes, thank you. But it has come to my attention, you've broken the rules. And then she says, I'm afraid you leave me no choice. Willem, I have to ask you to leave the competition immediately. immediately. Now, sashay away. Wow. Reverberations around the world. Yeah. Wow. All the girls are gagged and plucked and you are stone-faced Newchington. No, I'm smiling at that point. I turned around, smiled, shook my ass, and then gave them one last <laughs> hair flip for the road. 
And I look beautiful in this exit shot. Don't I look great? Yeah. I, I don't mean to be conceited, but I did look good. I was really great. <laughs> you get up on the you get up on the thing. Wait, what did I say? I said so first. Um, I go back into the room, and I'm kind of given the Mariah thing, where I'm like just not saying much. I thought the judges were unique. They're like, you're not mad. <laughs> you're not mad. And I was like, no, you know, I'm a big boy. Let's go home. You know, can can yeah. I get my phone? Like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you need to do the mirror. And I was like, okay. And so they're they're talking to me about it. And as they're talking to me, I'm like, I have the lipstick and I'm smearing it all over my ass. And they're like, what are you doing? And I didn't pull my pants down for it. But then I moved the chair over and then back up to the mirror. And then like, Willem, 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 no, 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 no. It was like multiple people screaming at me not to stand on the counter. And I'm like, I'm not gonna stand on the counter. I'm not an idiot. I know it's fake. I'm using this chair. I got my ass up there. I printed it on the mirror. And then they're like, you have to write something too. And I was like, they'll know it's me. <laughs> but they didn't care. So I wrote something like, I showed my ass a bunch. Here's one for the road. Wow. Um, now I can get some tits. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out Jiggly. Uh, but I guess I said, I broke the rules. I'm a big boy dressed in big girl's clothes. So regret's kind of like a fool's game. You can't change anything I did. And there's no use spending any time dwelling on it. I said that because they're like, what would you have done different? And I was like, really? Right. And then I said, I stood on the stage sick with a 24-inch waist. And I'm proud of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> and then you went to New York to be in a musical. Yeah. Super duper. Nice. So fun. Uh, and Vivi and Sharon are both deemed safe. Which is not a complimentary word. No, but I mean, we were really relieved watching at home. I bet. I remember I was at Toad Hall in San Fran for my elimination episode. I bought a dress at Neiman's, returned it the next day. But (laughs) at the moment that it happened, the whole bar, you're used to hearing a bar like laugh or like, you Mm. know, like cheer when something happens. But to hear a whole bar of San Fran, (laughs) big burly men go, Mm -hmm. (gasps) oh. It yeah. was like this intake of air. Everybody's assholes tightened up. They all quenched. And I had never heard a sound like it in a bar after that or before. Yeah. And then everybody looked at me. And I got back to the room where my phone was. And just my husband was like, my ex was like, uh, your phone's broke. It keeps dinging, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and at that point, I was like, oh, wow. And like everything doubled overnight. And People were so interested in like what I did. Yeah. And that was when I had to shut off notifications. Mm-hmm. So it was, I love this episode and I'm sad my time here is done, but now I get to watch the rest of the season because I haven't seen it all yet. It's <laughs> an iconic exit that uh, is still uh, reverberating through the kingdom. Yeah, I gooped him. For sure. I got him. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Race Chaser Classique this week. <laughs> We have a little surprise. It's a big surprise. I mean, top three, All-Stars four. Yes. Two. 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 We have uh, on the phone joining us the one and only Fifi Mm. O'Hara. Nemesis in the house. Yes. How are you doing? So let's give a quick hot chat with uh, Fifi Fifi O'Hara on the phone. Hi. 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 
Oh my gosh, it's season four star of Drag Race, Fifi O'Hara. Hi. How's Canada? It was good. It was, uh, we got um, a lot of snow, which I was excited about because I actually like snow. So, uh, But it was fun. It was, I was at a convention, did an anime convention. Oh, cool. You're killing it with all that. The 365 Days of Drag. I, are we ever going to see that again? Um, not 365 days, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, uh, the smartest and stupidest thing I did. Like, it was just, it was so much work. But, um, you will see, um, like, photo series coming along. I have a, a Star Wars one planned, and I have a, a Tim Burton one planned, so. Oh, I love that. I <laughs> loved your, um, Harry Potter one, too. Thank you. That one was more fun, too, and I wanted it to be, because I'm, like, trying to segue out of drag. Not completely, like, I don't ever want to forget you know drag but just like as Jeremy the artist you have other talents and, yeah um, no I'm sorry you totally have other talents I think we're all at a point where we're like let's do other stuff too yeah like and I don't want that and I don't want to, have to rely on drag forever I, I get I get I personally have gotten bored with it I know that sounds sad but me being able to switch it up with all the cosplay and doing different characters is what keeps me excited and, and passionate especially since I'm like in this convention world now so totally and it's good to like go toward the things that excite you and challenge you and you know that's that's what it's fucking all about yeah um the season four tour i'm so mad that i'm not joining you on it because it's going to be a fucking hoot and a half i was i so i i I was so upset when they i mean i'm I'm not upset i said the wrong words (laughs) i'm very excited for it but i I was like i was really hoping you were going to be there with us because i was like oh that's going to be epic but i um, know the dates conflicted, but um, bring an extra pair of shoes for Laqueer because you know how that went, remember? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we're going to some reenactment, so I called your throw up soon. Oh, so. word. <laughs> oh. Now, now, you have- I'll paint myself like half and half, and then I can argue with like. So we can, I can reenact our argument together and I'll just keep switching sides. I love that, um, but you do know that if you do me, you have to wear blonde hair and you don't wear blonde hair unless it's a oh character. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll, I'll sacrifice it for this one time. Uh, honestly, that would be a brilliant thing. I, I saw Glenn Allen do Elphaba and um, the the blonde witch, oh, yeah. uh-huh. like, and he would turn around. If you were able to do me and you in that scene, that'd be sickening. I'm going to look into that because it would be pretty epic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. If you need any lines recorded for the mix, just call me. Oh, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> More about me. What did you think about my elimination? We have some questions to ask you. Were you glad to see me go or just mostly confused? Because everybody was kind of confused-ish, right? I mean, I, we I would knew. be lying if I said I was not excited to see you go. <laughs> <laughs> because I knew that you were... You, you, I, you were great in there, and you you were fucking smart, and like you've been in that industry, so you knew what to do. And I, I just didn't know yeah. what to do. It was so fucking frustrating from like my standpoint. And I was like, so I mean that obviously showed. But um, <laughs> the moment that it actually happened, though, I I genuinely thought that I knew something was up that day. But I genuinely thought like when she called you to the front, you won like a special privilege because you won the challenge and that you were going to send somebody home. <laughs> and I was just like, Girl. oh, son of a bitch, I just cussed her out <laughs> and untucked. <laughs> That's all I was thinking. Oh my God. <laughs> the funny thing is, yeah, we, no. Alaska and I were just talking about the lip sync because we watch it on the show while we talk about it. And I said that from behind, I thought you were winning the lip sync 
until the hair and the shoes went because you were dancing and you were great. And I couldn't see Sharon's face, but like I always go for a dancing queen, you know? But I also yeah. I also had the little bit of intel in my head that was like, they're not going home. It's me going home. So it was yeah, it was still a good no lip sync. I was really prepared for you to send me home. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if I had to? That would have been amazing. But well, I wouldn't. That would have been, been, I mean, been epic, and the fan base would have just—they would have loved it. <laughs> so, I don't know. I probably would have done something stupid and sent Sharon home because I thought that she was going to win from the start. So I'd be like, "Send your competition home." I would have been that girl. I would have been Naomi. Uh-oh. Naomi yeah. Boots. I was going to say, "Uh oh, <laughs> Naomi again." Girl. <laughs> So wait, okay, so uh, I've heard varying accounts about, like, the Sharon-Fifi rivalry, you know, the probably the most epic rivalry in Drag Race. Um, yeah. How aware were you that you, that it was, were you guys producing that? Did you, like, talk about it, or was it just, like... What's funny is, like, even on All Stars, like, the, the story producers still to this day do not believe that Sharon and I, <laughs> like, you know, they just want to be in on it and they want to be like, no, we created everything. I was like, nah, y'all, you, re- you really didn't. So, um, yeah, the, the episode prior when um, Sharon was like, I just don't think, you know, Phoebe was a good leader or something along those lines. And it, like, cuts to Kenya looking at her. Well, when we were backstage, like getting ready to go to Untucked, um, she told me about her coming out of Untucked, sorry. Um, she told me about it, and so I was like, okay, and, she, and her exact words, uh, Sharon's, were, um, okay, you know, I threw you under the bus, you know, just for good TV, like, let's do this. I was like, all right, let's do this, let's have fun. But, Season four and, over! And so, <laughs> yeah, and so, like, we were, like, amping this up, like, I remember I said something along the lines of, like, you know, where the fuck is Sharon? I'm gonna fucking, like, rip her eyes out and skull fuck her. Oh, oh my God. And the producers heard that, and, well, I don't remember, I don't know if you remember this, but they... They separated Sharon and I, so we couldn't be in the same band together, going to and from oh um, like the hotel and to the set because they didn't want us to confront each other off camera. Because they, they, they wanted everything on ice. <laughs> and um, by the time it happened, we were like, "Okay, this is stupid. Like, why are they going to separate us? We're not doing this." So we were like, "We're not going to do it. Fuck it." And then um, the next time that we started shooting on set was the whole Party City thing, and they asked Sharon to come up and talk to me. So, like, when like when she's talking to me, and I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, you know, pretending like I don't know what she's Mad. doing next. But I yeah. thought it was um, we're actors. <laughs> we, we produced a really good season for them. We, we definitely deserve a story credit. Our season was so good. We were so... And everyone was so different. And I think that's what it was, like... What made it even better? Yeah, we were strong archetypes of reality TV. We had like the bitchy girl. We had the big black girl. We had the the cute little Spanish girl. Um, we had uh, the jiggly girl. Uh, speaking of jiggly, <laughs> yeah, where the fuck are my tits? Tell us about the tits. <laughs> where were the tits? Where were the where were Jiggly's tits in her boat? Did she leave them below deck? Where did you borrow them? Where where were the breasts? <laughs> I don't even remember where, do you remember where her tits, I don't think she even, she never wore them, did she? I don't think she did. She found something else to wear, but it wasn't the boobs that she wanted, like her halter titties that were on a sling, I think, or something. Yeah, I don't know, but I just remember us waiting in line, just sitting there. You Didn't you say something, like, girl, like, we, we, were, we were ready, and she was, like, just starting her paint, and she threw on a bang piece in that ponytail. 
but she's pinned that ponytail in. But on that on that boat day, remember they were like, oh, you'll have you'll get to walk after lunch without the boat. So she was like planning on like doing more shit with the outfit after lunch. You know how we would like always put on more jewelry at lunch or like do something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. So, but A whole new face. yeah, right. <laughs> totally. Um, I have a question. I heard when I went to go do drag you that I the only reason I got that job, someone said this to me, was because you couldn't do it. And I was like, well, I got to thank that bitch. Uh, um, yes, that's true. What but happened with I that? Was a criminal, so congratulations. Damn. Well, let me tell you, you did not miss much, bitch, because my girl tried to leave in the middle of the night. RuPaul had to yell at her. Everybody yelled at her. Oh, wow. She was. What? She, no. Girl, yeah, she was trouble. You know why they gave her to me. <laughs> well, yeah, I was supposed to do I was supposed to do that this season, and I couldn't do it because of that. I was also, it was that same reason for All-Stars. I had the All-Stars contract and the uh, uh, To Do Drag You, and I couldn't do either of them. That's why I was kicked off All-Stars then. They said I would have no story with anybody, and they didn't see stakes for me. That was their excuse on the phone. <laughs> Oh, we're tied together than forever. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. I think, we're, I think we've been marked as safe from the All-Stars franchise. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't think they want either of us forever. <laughs> they couldn't take I'm it. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Me and too. I'm at peace with that. There we go. <laughs> oh, that episode's next. I can't wait to see it. The political episode. Oh, my God. Someone just tweeted that to me literally like as I just got off the plane about <laughs> my character. And they're like, you know, it's funny that like people are getting mad at Fifi for this character. But this is exactly the political climate that we're in. Like we're stuck in right now. A complete <laughs> so, prediction. 100 percent. You were playing a character and anybody that, that thought that you were serious she needs to go watch Ann Coulter. <laughs> I really was. And it's so funny that I, st- I still get shit to it to this day, which is crazy. I'm just like, what? And I do so much. Speaking of political, I do so much with political. I'm doing a but drag out the vote show next. Yeah. Well, actually, when this airs, it already happened. But um, yeah, I'm doing that, which is, it's so crazy to me. It's awesome that you're using your power for good. Completely. I, well, I, we, we're, I'm lucky to be a clown and have this platform, so I might as well use it. Totally. <laughs> We should all get it while we can while Bianca's over the pond. <laughs> oh, God, fuck her. She's so fucking successful. <laughs> God. Same joke, and she's been touring for four years. <laughs> she changes her hair color. Don't say that. Remember, she went gray. <laughs> we now go. she's red. Well, I said joke. I didn't say her hair. Or her outfit. <laughs> well, you haven't seen some of her hair. It is a joke. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> She's gonna get me. So wait, there's this, <laughs> there's this editing moment that we have to ask about. Okay, and okay. we we've had writers write in, like telling, like picking this apart. Okay, so something in the scene, the boat episode. In the scene, Willem, somebody says. Willem, you're sickening. And then in the confessional, it cuts to you saying, sickening, more like absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Learn your words, you will be I in the bottom. Never, I never said that about, about Willem. You know what? Okay. <laughs> and we know it because a girl wrote in and she said, Fifi's in a different shirt for the interview when she says that. Yes. That's not the shirt that she wore during the boat interview. And... Yeah. It was one of those things that made me feel so much better because I was just like, I thought we were kind of okay at that point. So for her to say that about me at that point, like, I didn't think you hated me. I just thought I was mildly annoying. 
Um, no, no, I never said that. I did say about your boat when they talked about Milan being all about her, and then I was like, well, this bitch has stickers of her face <laughs> all over her boat. So how are you not saying that? I, I did, did say that. But you remember on the first, like on the first thing we were there, and the producer producers would give me like a sheet, and they're like, let's just do funny blurbs, and they'd make you like say yes, all the stuff. Yep. Yeah, so of course. So I was like, okay, let's do it. It was one of those lines that they just edited, which they, they actually used a lot of my, my blurbs, and I should have been smarter, but I, I was 25 and first time on TV. I was like, all right, let's do it. You, you did yeah. your job. You made great TV, girl. Don't apologize. I, 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 yeah, I did, but I wish like... It, it, a lot of my stuff was taken out of context. I never said that about you. And I think if anybody, if anybody was smart enough to know me, they know I would just say that on camera to you. Yeah. <laughs> so we were. Yeah. Do you remember when you came over for um for the magazine thing and you were telling me about Jiggly and like the chicken and you're like, do you want to help her pack her bags? And I just remember being like. Aren't you her friend? But at that point, we knew we knew we knew Jiggly was going. And then the next day, she literally got the letter. And that whole the all of Untucked, the beginning where she's like, "None of you got that bleep bleep bleep," and she's talking about the letter. Yeah. All that part. Yeah, yeah. It's like we made Untucked so good for them, but they couldn't yeah. use any of the actual good shit. Yeah. I don't do. Do many people know about the letter, the situation, the letter? The yeah, grand? yeah. We've talked about it a couple times on the show, and other girls who've gotten them have. So, uh, did you ever get a letter? I never got a letter. No, I didn't. But I think Princess did, Jiggly did, Delta did, Carmen did, and then somebody else. But they, I think it, Milan did too. I think it like went in order of season. That remember, that remember, too. our rooms went in kind of order of elimination at one point. Yeah, yeah, that, it was crazy. Yeah, so much fun. But. <laughs> Well, um, I want to thank you for talking to us. And I also want to just, I want to like point out that you've done a tremendous amount of work for really good causes for the art of drag. And uh, I just want to like, I want to leave our listeners with that. Um, and I just want to thank you for that. I really appreciate it. No, no you. problem. I, I, I'm just going to say it again just in case because um, I know this will air after, but it will help a whole lot. Um, I am doing, I, I was so excited to start this Queens United um, mm-hmm. charity, basically, where uh, so many of um, the girls have donated their time and everything to just do one number and raise as much money as we can for our cause. Mm-hmm. We did a, the first one for Puerto Rico and raised almost $100,000. And then this wow. one we're doing, Drag Out the Vote, which is um, we're getting people registered to vote and out to the polls for um, in November for, 20, for the election. Um, and I think it's just, it's such an important time to actually wise up and care about your rights because it, this is probably the most important election in our you know generation, our lifetime. Yeah. And um, it would um, behoove people <laughs> to um, learn and take a step in wanting to create change. So um, on my Instagram, I do have a link that if they'd like to donate anything, it's in my bio. They can go straight to the GoFundMe and, and, and donate so we can get more... Um, people out on the streets and more people registered so yeah i just give you a complimentary hair whip crack <laughs> oh, thank you no problem <laughs> thank you thank you so much for coming on and uh rock the vote.com or dot org or dot drag out fuck i'm so stupid drag out the vote you can find them on instagram and everything it's on my, it's, go to my instagram and you will um, find all the links that you need to do for other shows donates or donations or appearances what am I, MTV nor 1998 rock the vote? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But thank you guys for having me. I miss you all so much, and I'm, I'm sure I'll see you soon. I'll see you at season four. I'm going to pop up somewhere. For work. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> 
Ooh, girl, she had tea mail. So much hot. So much tea. So much hot chat. Ugh. Scalding. I wonder if I can get some of that tea to go. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We can put it in it to go. With some stevia? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stevia, that baby queen. Stevia Nix. Um, uh, thank you so much for joining us on Race Chaser Classique this week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we'd love for you to rate and review our podcast if you like it. And don't forget to subscribe, please. And on Instagram, you can follow the dolls at Willem at the Only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. Hey, and if you want to see a little bit more, you can hit patreon.com slash Willem. Alaska and I have videos there where we do fun things. And you can choose a video you like and just give us like a buck or something. You can search Race Chaser content by searching the hashtag hashtag race chaser mm-hmm. that makes sense slide into our DMs with your scalding hot tea and explicit nudity and email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com uh well uh see you next week Will. maybe I mean I hope you don't get a new host now that I'm not if you uh don't get eliminated from race chaser I got disqualified from that season 4 tour they're doing I guess uh wait who's doing Never mind. oh no okay support the dolls bye Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Dog. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a forever dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes. <laughs>